This episode is brought to you by Daniel House Club. Daniel House Club simplifies the process of sourcing and purchasing by giving designers access to over 150 trade vendors in a single place. They've saved designers over $2.5 million in purchase costs in the past year. You'll get paid whether you send a cart to your client or you purchase directly. And they'll help handle the order logistics. Hotties can join Daniel House Club and save 50% off their first year of membership by going to danielhouse.club slash HYDC today. This episode is sponsored by High Point Market. High Point Market is the show in the design industry to see the most product for your projects and take in new trends. And you don't want to miss their world-class panels, tours, and unlimited educational and networking opportunities. Fall Market is October 14th through the 18th, so start planning your trip now using the High Point Market app and their free travel concierge services. You can get your free market pass by pre-registering before October 11th. To learn more and register, visit highpointmarket.org slash register H-Y-D-C. We'll see you there. Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. I'm Rebecca Plum, your big sister. And I'm Sean Serha, your GBF. We're not that hot or that young. But we believe it's a state of mind that helps us build adaptable and profitable businesses. We rely on the support of our design besties to get through each day. So let's explore the emotional, practical, and humorous sides of being interior designers. Welcome to the club. Hey, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? Happy 101. 101 hotties. Now it feels like we've officially climbed the mountain and we're just downhill from here. Climb every mountain. (laughs) It does feel kind of cool to be triple digits, though. And it's kind of monumental like i've i shared with a few friends as we were approaching 100 they're like oh my god because it is it's like finishing a big program or something like for a podcast to hit that it's a big deal didn't we didn't quit permanently yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was yeah especially when we went to every other week like we had a gap semester and then we came back like a quarter but yeah we gave a like when we went to quarter or every other week it slowed down the progress. So I feel like the eighties and nineties, like it lasted forever. And now, okay, we're here. And now I don't know what our next goal is, but yeah. Is it like when you hit like your, a certain big birthday and then you're like, Oh, well now what 50 is the next big birthday or like, why are you doing me like that? (laughs) (laughs) But right. Like when you're turned 21 and then it's 21 and then it's 30. When you turn 48 last week. Yeah. And then it's every Every 10 years is a big... So, like, for a, but for a podcast, I feel like after you hit 100, I'm like, is 200 really... Yeah, 200 is a big deal, but do you celebrate that big? I don't know. Like, right. at our pace, it'll be another... At our pace, wait. We need to change. the current pacing, <laughs> that will be, like, in two years. So that will be, like, 2026-ish. Okay, then I will be 51. Like, we gotta... Yeah. Oh, well. Well, that's a different... What subject, are we going to, like, rack through 400 episodes? <laughs> no. Well, we're not going to do that. And then we also wanted to get to 100 patrons, and we did that by our 100th episode. So, I don't know. I'm feeling... Big. I'm feeling loved. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone who's in the Patreon. It's just really, I don't know, it's motivating and exciting that we're building the community that we really set out to want to have. Yeah. Because when we started, we were like, but we don't have it yet. We haven't built that yet. It's not there yet. And now it is there. And now we're getting to know so many of our loyal hotties businesses and what their goals are and what they're trying to accomplish. And also, we're all in our hottie hangouts talking about what we struggle with or what we're having trouble with. So I don't know. It's just been really reassuring. And I know that a lot of our loyal hotties have echoed the same thing of I'm glad someone else said that or okay, I guess I'm not the only one, which I think is what is the most motivating part of having a tight design community is like, oh, I'm not the crazy one. That's good to know. Yeah. Or I'm just stuck. Like, what do I do? And we're coming up on high point. Like once this is out, like we're going to be coming in hot to high point. So I'm really excited to I know. see the hotties for that. Yes. And, and I know I'm, I don't, who knows where we'll be at by then. I feel good that like our tour, our hotspot tour is going to be 
jamming. We're going to have a, a good turnout for that. I already feel like the good energy coming from the RSVPs from that. So in a couple of weeks so when this is actually live, like that could already we're be still, full. Yeah. And we're still working on, as we talk right today, we're working on getting like a happy hour kind of mixer together. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's real and we've... <laughs> talked about it, it, it on, instagram. on our instagram yeah we'll be on our really... instagram so please please if you're going you have to come and if you're listening you should be following instagram because we're not like the up-to-date stuff is always getting not posted and shared there first it's not getting on the website like that like it really is as real time as we can get happens on instagram updates notices all that kind of stuff are usually our instagram followers here at first and our loyal hotties here at everything first in our Patreon, but podcasts coming out every couple of weeks, you are already behind sometimes on what was current and what was going on. So definitely and we have to sure make sure to this, follow. yeah, that this stays like podcast episodes have to live forever. So we don't want things to be too timely for you future listeners. So it'll be a mix, but yes. And we have some like promotions coming up in October and November. So please, please, please follow and support because we love you, but we're also not doing this just for the fun of it. (laughs) (laughs) It it unfortunately is not a nonprofit (laughs) and we are really excited to give this give hotties what they need and that's kind of what prompted us to talk a little bit more in this episode about our listener survey what's that segue sean segue sean over here because yeah we need to give we want you to know what we're hearing and that we do actually look at it like it's not just like a fake listener survey that we put out like we really are listening to what hotties are asking for. We're paying attention to the trends and the patterns, but we also kind of want to give you an inside scoop as to what that feedback means and how we interpret it because we always want our hotties to feel like they have a hand in like the destiny of the Hot Young Designers Club because that's truly part of building this community is, yeah, we still don't know everything are still faking it till we make it on a lot of stuff. And we need to keep hearing from other designers what's going on and what you want to hear about. So that's why we popped in with this episode to give you a little and bit we're of a also scoop. Mining it for ideas. <laughs> so um, Yeah. And it might prompt you all to think of other stuff that you like want to drop in to a, a suggestion form and hey, oh wait, I forgot to get that clarified. So As well as when we were going through it, we were like, oh, we actually did an episode on that. So as we can, we're going to be mentioning because we know that a lot of people do go to the back catalog, but maybe you haven't listened to all 100 episodes. So that's okay. We'll help (laughs) guide you. (laughs) We'll help you. Let let us help you with that. Let's jump in. So who are our hotties? Because I think it's just helpful for people to know... Is this hot? Is this club for me? Yeah. (laughs) Well, for I was very surprised. I don't know if I should have been, but I guess I was surprised that 80% of our listeners are 35 years old or older. Okay. I'm in that group. (laughs) Hey, that's me. So (laughs) I guess it's more like we're not alone and we're all feeling the okay, maybe we're not that hot or not that young and we're all. We all get it together now. Well, yeah, we got to keep striving to stay relevant. So that's what this is all about. We're here. We're with you. And it's not about you knowing everyone who performed on this year's VMAs. <laughs> oh, my God. Although I tried this year. You fun. might know a few this year? Yeah. And well, now that my kid is like kind of coming up into tween age, I'm like, oh, I listen to Olivia Rodrigo now. Or Ice um, Spice. Everyone's talking about Ice Spice. I don't know who that is. Oh, well. You have a ch- got you, you got time Cat. to Google. I got Dojo yeah. Cat and Olivia. That's it. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Mojo Dojo Casa House Cat. Jojo CY. Okay. What else? Who else is listening? The Did you see the spread on like how many years people have been in business? It was all over the place. Like consistently all over the place. Which is kind of reassuring to me because like I still feel kind of like a newbie designer and 
I, though, expect to always be wanting to learn and improve. And there's always going to be like holes in my skills or knowledge. And we're all like nosy bitches. We want to know what other people are doing and saying and trying and sending and talking about with clients or doing for projects. So I've, it is nice to know that even the designers who are like 10 or more years in business are listening to the show, are getting something out of it. And then all the way down to the first years or still students like that. It's just helpful. And there's just so much to always be learning. And there's so much to learn, period, in this industry. But then just it's always changing and we got to stay on top of things. So and gotta know who Dojo Cat is. So that's I know that sometimes when we're coming up with ideas and talking about what people need or what people are looking for episodes, we often will say, who's the designer that needs to hear this? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there might be episodes where you're like, oh, I don't know if this topic is for me. But chances are we're going to talk about a piece or a component of something that you're like, this feels like it's kind of for someone who's newer, but like what the shocking part is when you think about like doctors in school, like the stuff a doctor is learning in school right now is different than what someone who's been practicing 20 years learned in school. I would, would want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like I would want work. to know what, someone coming in like fresh and new with a new perspective is learning because maybe I am like stuck in what I'm doing. So I should still listen to what is going to be relevant to someone just learning design, just moving to it, just starting their business. Because we hear all the time of designers who are like, I've been doing this so long and never thought of that. So if you're listening to an episode as a hottie, and you're like, oh, this feels like it's for newbies. It's probably not. Like, it's there's probably some nuggets in there for you too. Well, because like I had this hairdresser whose motto was evolve or dissolve. I don't know if I've said this before, but I always grow think or of die. It. <laughs> so just because we've always done it that way, is there? There's, I think, there's always an opportunity to look at the way you've you've been doing things and seeing is there a way to be efficient and just Absolutely. i don't know be curious about life i just think that's like a healthy dementia staver offer keep it fresh come on we all got yeah you gotta just, like, like get those brain patterns too deep or you can't get out of them later yeah you got to keep your neurons moving and we've talked about that and we hear from so many guests where they're just like oh my drapery workroom is just this woman who's going to retire soon and it's just terrible like she won't try the stuff i want and you know i think i talked in a really early episode about a workroom who was like oh people aren't doing french rods and people oh people pleated you know pinch pleat. No one's doing that. And I was like, ma'am, please stop trying to sell me your mini blinds and vinyl rollers, please. Like I... Yeah, someone told me that Roman shades are out, like a window treatment installer guy. I'm like, dude... Don't tell me what's... Yeah, don't tell me what's hot and young. I just... So I just reflect on that a lot when we're like talking about ideas for the show and things we know that kind of we can build on. But also when it comes to like guests, because we spend a lot I don't know, behind the scenes, everybody. We spent a lot of time vetting guests, going through pitches, asking ourselves, do we really feel like, is this someone we want to talk to just as like Rebecca and I? And then... Okay, let's have like some real... Let's have some real talk about guests. (laughs) Oh God, what are you going to say right now? Well, no, nothing bad. So... I wanted to... First of all, we only have... First of all, we only have 20 some episodes a year period. On average, yeah. And our philosophy is to do a mix of us and guests, kind of to us. One guest is kind of the platform of our show and where Mm -hmm. we feel like we like. Yeah. Hopefully you guys agree. And there are lots of shows that do tons of guests. It's or almost all guests. And that's totally great. That's one person shows which that if I was listen to those myself like I would want to I want to talk to somebody else but I have you so and we do listen to those that's we're not saying don't do those like we're consuming podcasts like no one's business over here and they're doing a great job at it so we don't need to reinvent that overly yeah so yeah okay so and then the real talk part is Sean and I debate this a little bit I am more of an introverted type I don't Oh, I feel it. Let me say it's more work for me to talk to somebody I don't know. It's a big kind of 
emotional lift. So I don't want to like do in that an interview. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I want to be excited and do it more sparingly. And then and, because of that, we look for guests. Part of what we look for guests when we are excited about talking to them and you are excited about talking about them is guests who have already in some way, shape or form been open and shared themselves and given us an opportunity to know who they are and how they run their business or a perspective or a point of view that they have. And shock, shocker here, there are not a lot of potential guests who do even submit a pitch on our website or anything who actually have a very like real perspective and a voice. And that's not to say they don't have one and they just don't share it, which I'll be real, makes it a rough interview if someone wants to be on because it's like pulling teeth. And then if you add on feeling like being an introvert on top of that, you're just like, this isn't like a super awesome. You kind of got to be a talker. We're not vibing or like some guests prefer not to use video, which it's fine. It just makes it a little bit less engaging on our end. So yeah, I don't know. There's some factors that go into that. And I would say most of them are from us or me. I'm the one that pushes back on it a little bit more. I mean, the whole premise of the show is a conversation with design besties about the things that we're dealing with. And bringing a stranger into the mix doesn't always feel like something you want to do. Like some days, some nights on a Friday night, you just want to talk to somebody who knows your story, you know? Sure. And you guys know I'll talk to a paper bag. So literally, literally. literally. (laughs) So I will find something. I'm actually an omnivore. I want both, but I'm more like comfortable with my comfort people. So sure. that's not saying that the guests we've had have been great. So, cause we vet them very hard. Either we know them from our DMS or we've met them in person, or there's some sort of angle that we know we can like sink our teeth Build into. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets tricky when people, so this is just another encouragement in general, let people know you <laughs> just somewhat on social as public people. So, and like having opinions makes a difference just as a designer, because I was reflecting as you were saying that our clients are kind of looking for this too. Like they're going to be in much longer than a podcast interviews length with you. So as a designer, show them who you are, what your opinions are, what you believe, what you don't believe your philosophies. Like all of that is really important because we struggle with, well, who would we want to hang out with for an hour and hope that they want to talk to us? And I think our clients are the same way. So those are just things we've thought about as designers. Okay. And then on top of all of that is we are really trying to have a diverse mix of humans on our show. And a lot of pitches and just a lot of the design community, I mean, I'm just going to say it tends to be white women. And... We love you, white girls. <laughs> My best friends are white girls. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> we I have a lot of white friends. <laughs> we, we just. <laughs> but seriously, we just are trying to dig deeper and just meet more people working in this industry. So just know that as well. Different backgrounds and different experiences and different paths to what we do. And we just, I'm gonna, we're even gonna give some men a voice. We're gonna have a few guys, like, but I will, I'm gonna say this is, I'm not gonna make this a completely political conversation. This is my hot take, but Rebecca's probably gasping right now. But I would say here's a big thing that I'm white and I know that I've over the last couple of years challenged the way I look at this, but I would say that. I think a lot of white designers are still not looking critically at themselves and questioning their media bias of who they want to hear from. And they feel maybe reassured by, oh, I'd rather listen to another white blonde or designer than look for another voice or look for another perspective. And so I do. You feel like you have a more aesthetic in common with certain designers and, and then but is be biased racially like, i don't know and but and, and then also just digging in deeper on that of if what we're looking for is thoughts about how to run a business or someone who's going to help guide us on practices or whatever there's so many more facets to what we do than just 
this designer is doing what I'm doing, so I automatically like them and they're my new best friend. It's, hold on. What are you learning? Let's, let's also look for who we're learning from and what we're getting from them other than just looking at ourselves in a mirror and putting ourselves in an echo chamber of designers who look like me and act like me and do what I do. That doesn't necessarily create success and growth and development. And so I think we still need to look critically at ourselves as a community and say, are we really taking advantage of all of the voices and experiences that are out there and learning from everybody? And I don't Even, think everyone's being elevated. Oh, agreed. And I think even regionally, we know we have mm-hmm. regional bias as well. That we come up, we like we pitch each other names. We're like, oh, they're West Coast. West like, Coast. <laughs> yeah. We love our West Coast or des- designers because that's more our style. And yeah. so we tend to like gravitate towards that too. So there's just a lot and there's a lot that we can learn. So we're always open to ideas and pitches, but please tell us kind of why, if you're pitching somebody, like we want a story. Yeah. Like yeah. specifically, if you're thinking right now what to do with what we just told you on our website, hotingdesignersclub.com. If you are a listener and you follow a designer who you think, oh my God, they have a perspective, they have a voice, they have this, and I think they'd be great. We were hoping to get that in the listener feedback survey, but we didn't. I don't think we got one name drop. Here's a designer you need to have on your show. So, got a few like we want more diversity, but yeah, right. Like, some so I would say then go to our, like, we have two sections on our contact. We have our general contact form, and then we have our apply to be a guest. The apply to be a guest on our contact is specifically for that designer or that person to put themselves in and do it. If you're a listener, put on the contact page and just say, my message to you is, I think this designer would be great because of XYZ, because you're helping us reach out to them and tell them why. And I also would be really flattered if someone was like, you were specifically requested to be a guest because someone wants to hear you talk about this. So we, yeah, give us ideas, but you know, drop them on our contact page, probably not our DMs because those can get buried. So put them in our contact page and we can review them. And we're very cautious about people that have something to very specifically sell on our platforms. Oh so, so many we do it opportunities. when it makes sense, but we're just careful about that. So many so, people want to sell you all snake oil and we just don't let them on the show. We're trying so many. to be good gatekeepers. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to hear more of was a really great category. So if this helps any listeners feel better about what's like what are you all thinking about a lot of questions about how to like grow the business and build a business pipeline there were like a couple categories about that that came up a lot mm-hmm. so i feel like there's definitely some strategies and maybe that's well, even I- something we can ask other designers to share it when they're guests is like how are you doing this Yes. And we did have the episode, how to, what was it called? How to get more clients without Instagram. And like we had our, how to generate more revenue podcast too. So we do have ideas out there. But I think probably we're all feeling a little bit of the, Ooh, leads, leads really slowed down this year. (laughs) Yeah. Like the market is slower. This one. Okay. This one was weird. And we saw some of this was like finding your look or your style or your... I don't know that I'm the answer to that because I think so much of this, maybe you have some thoughts too, but I think a lot of this has a lot to do with how much space we give ourselves to really absorb creatively what we like and what we want and like the things we're attracted to as an individual versus what the design world has taught told us to be interested in or to like and that's a weird journey to go on and so some of these are really ambiguous things where there's a lot of you it sounds so weird there's a lot of you work to be done to get to those things and i don't i controversially might think i don't think a podcast of anybody's is going to tell you how to do that in like a rigid instructional type of way if that makes sense 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I have some different ideas about getting inspired and kind of figuring out what hits you kind of in the gut. Like one mm-hmm. thing that I do sometimes is go through old, like I have a collection of old architectural digests from like the 70s and 80s. And I like that as like a little bit of a tr- like trick to find the rooms that I still think are relevant and that I really like and try to dissect what it is about them. That makes them timeless to me. So I don't know. And then there's also the aspect of just deciding on a niche and kind of leaning into it. Like I've kind of decided to, and this isn't, this is a very broad niche, but that I'm a designer who loves color and you've kind of leaned into a little bit more of the historic homes Mm -hmm. and just finding the thing that you're going to be into long-term because you've known you've always loved it and yeah. build off of that, I think is a way to start and try yeah. to like unhick, unhinge yourself from the trends of it all, even though it's really hard to do. Yeah. It, and I, and the, the hard part about this, I think is the lens that this is probably not being said in some of this feedback and from listeners is that, you are probably already designing in a style that isn't necessarily what you want to. I think a lot of designers start like that. And I, we've heard those stories from other designers and in different interviews and in different panels of, yeah, budgets matter when you first start. And maybe you're in a phase where you're not being able to be as picky about who you bring on as a client. And I've seen so many de- designers just slowly keep moving the needle like over of, okay, every project, I just push them a little bit further, a little bit further every time until I can do more of what I really want to do. And I think we forget how much slow growth and change is really happening. It's, you know, like when you're like losing weight and you see some of the same friends every week and they don't really notice. And then you like Mm -hmm. go meet someone you don't see very often after eight weeks. And they're like, Oh my God. You're losing weight. You look really good. Are you hitting the gym? And you're like, oh, yeah, actually. And they're the first person to notice because they don't see you as often. So you're watching it every day thinking, God, I'm not making any progress. I'm not getting anywhere. It's not happening. But then meanwhile, if someone like checks out your portfolio after a year goes by and you've now photographed two or three projects you've been doing for years... They're going to see, oh, wow, these are different than those first year's projects. And Yeah, like, go back and look at slowly. your old work and work on your own house. But Yeah, that gives you a place to experiment. Hey, hotties. Have you been missing new Process Party episodes and want more behind-the-scenes scoops? It's all over on our Patreon. Our loyal hotties get exclusive episodes, live workshops, and our best unedited and unfiltered conversations for just $10 a month. And if that's not enough, it's super easy to subscribe and there's no long-term commitment. Learn more and subscribe at patreon.com slash HYDC. There were a lot... Can I, this is one that you were like, we, we could talk about it, but we don't. I don't know how to say it. But there were a ton of questions about How do I say? How do I handle? What do I do? Just a lot of like problem solving questions. And to be very honest, some of them felt like they were like written from the I'm literally dealing with this right now moment, which is a really hard place to be as a designer of like a therapy type of question almost. If that makes sense. So I have two things, two thoughts for that. One is This is why we want you to have design besties. Yes. And we're trying to make connections in our Patreon, as well as just do some slides into some DMs of people Mm -hmm. that you feel like-minded with. But also, I think we've talked about this to do another Ask Us Anything episode. So we're trying to find ways of maybe doing that more regularly where we can get you guys to give us questions. And when we have enough, we'll build it into an episode. It's something we've talked about. And with that, here's where it gets really tough is on both of those scenarios you mentioned, whether we do it in an episode or whether designers are like opening themselves up to one another, it requires a lot of courage and bravery and the ability to be vulnerable. And if you can't do that, it's going to be really hard. It's it truly is one of the hardest things to open yourself to other designers and share vulnerably of I fucked up on slowly. this project and what do I do? And 
I, yeah, you build that trust slowly over time with each other. And now I feel like Rebecca and I can share a lot of stuff that we obviously back in like January, 2020, we weren't sharing that stuff, but I'm naturally pretty open about a lot of stuff. And so I feel like once you cast the fear off, it gets that much easier but something that we've talked about trying to do, and maybe some of you will tell us you want it, is we've talked about trying to get designers to come on and ask questions in real time. Because you really got to know the specifics of a situation and like a paragraph question in a survey. It just doesn't... There's so many unknowns and so many paths that a conversation can go. And I think this is honestly where a lot of design community peer-to-peer is helpful Or I know a lot of designers who have coaches that they talk with about this stuff of the coaches who I ask those things to, because some of it, it just has to be like really specific. And we really want to figure out a way to do this. And I've been actually thinking about this a lot offline. So I think, Sean, let's find a way to do it because we're not doing coaching. Like, yeah. And we're not going to. And we do get questions about it still, but it's just so... Time intensive is really what it comes down to for us. Yeah. So, and running our businesses takes precedent in our family. We don't so have an actual producer. So, yeah, if we truly had like the ability to just sit down, click record, and that was it, it would probably free up a lot of time. But that's not quite how it works, you know. Okay. Well, stay tuned. I think we might find a way to do that. Okay. And what about topics? Budgeting comes up a lot and I think it's twofold. There was like setting budgets with clients, which I mean, just like plug, like we have our establishing a decorating budget guide that we have that out there. Yeah. So if you missed it and you submitted the survey questions, there's a couple about that. And we're like, we have helped start that conversation. Honestly, we're also looking at bringing in some other partners to help talk about this from like the construction side and share a little bit more about best practices. I'm just being very real that I hear from a lot of designers on these kinds of ideas of like, you design one thing, then you get the bids, and then you either cut clients pay up or you adjust the scope or you adjust the finishes to accommodate. I don't I've not heard any designer who is like hitting the bullseye. And I've never heard that. No. And my biggest kind of learning, I think, through this has been finding the clients who aren't so holding the purse string so tight for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. Either they're just like frugal or they really, that's the number they have and they can't go over it and it's stressful. It just causes stress for all of us. So clients that just have a little bit more just relaxed feeling about it, they know they're going to be spending money and they're not quite so stressed. Of Mm -hmm. course, they have budgets, but it's just a little bit more. Okay, well, let's not do that. Okay, let's not do that. Instead of getting pissed because one thing got broken and now it's going to cost them an extra hundred dollars. Yeah, that's the type of stuff that gets really petty really quick. And I honestly have never had a project not go over the budget. Well, I mean, that's expected, right? Going, I don't know. I I just want to read, maybe that's part of it. Let's just set expectations. Every project goes over budget. That doesn't mean you're being irresponsible with clients' money, but we will start bringing on, like we know that this question came up quite a bit throughout the survey of talking about budgets and how do you deal with it and what happens. And I think part of it is also just setting expectations up front with clients of, it's going to be more expensive than you think every time. Every project goes over its budget. The problem is let's be resourceful and let's be respectful of those numbers and let's... We'll work together. Like I'm going to try to make this work for... And we want you to be happy. Right. So it's hard though. It's hard. Money's very emotional. So if a client tells me a one number, we have to like design below that number if it's going to be a this number has to stay put kind of situation, which means I'm going to underscale your project and I'm going to hold back and I can do whatever you want. But yeah, truly, if you tell me I only have 35 grand to work with in a bathroom, that's not going to be the Arc Digest bathroom you were dreaming of. Like I I can only do so much with that number. So I think we as designers also like 
I freak out customers because they don't give us the real number. And I've learned to speak up a lot sooner with clients about that. This is what it's going to be. And this is the this bathroom costs this much and telling them about your other projects. And we're going to spend some more time talking about it because some of our most popular episodes are the ones where we talk about money. Well, because it's, I mean, it's a stressful topic for us as like individuals with our own money stories who are like trying to navigate through that and get comfortable talking about money. It's uncomfortable for clients because they don't want to be taken advantage of or they have limited resources. So, I mean, it's, it's a thing for sure. Okay. Process part. There were a lot of questions about process parties and process episodes and the process of doing X, Y, and Z. And I know that we gave you guys a good little teaser for the first couple of years, but process parties have a lot of moving pieces and parts. And a lot of them involve us sharing our screens or talking about specific things we do. So this is a reminder that process parties are on Patreon with our loyal hotties because we were like hitting a wall of we're just talking about stuff, but not able to share it or show it as accurately. Mm -hmm. And now that we're on Patreon with it, we have video that goes with it. And we're actually able to give more instead of just talking like ambiguously about, I have this thing that shows blah, blah, blah. Now we're actually able to share it. So, so you can see it as well you as can like see behind it. the scenes, behind the scenes stuff. So like the, our Patreon exclusive episodes tend to be behind the scenes of and Rent or Center processes and of our businesses because... A, we can be a little bit more, we've said this before, we can be a little bit more free speaking without worrying too much about offending clients. I mean, we're not get, disclosing anyone's personal information, but no, it's just a little bit more like sensitive topics or things we want to just not have public on the internet, per se. Yeah, like we really don't spend Super a lot public. of time talking about specific client projects on the front side of the podcast, like these episodes. It's really in the Patreon episodes because you know, we don't have to worry about it just being out in the open. And we can vet all of you. Just yeah. And we're also, I mean, we're not like slandering people. Like it's no, not, no. It's not like that. But like a lot it's of the breakdowns little, are happening there. Paywall is so, a little nice protective coding. Yeah. But yeah, also just like showing. Like we know you've invested in us, so we're investing in you a little bit and showing kind of actual screen stuff. So that's a little what that's about. There's quite a, there's quite a few like finance slash margin slash profit slash Mm. sustainability questions. And that's also been a conversation for us even before the listener survey went out that we are looking, we're not the best expert. And I also do not want to be quoted on stuff where it's like advice that I got from my CPA and then everyone's do what Sean is doing. Like I Mm. kind of (laughs) like, Also, I just don't want that responsibility of we can talk about what we do, but we do, we are actively looking for subject matter experts that we feel like are the right person to talk to us and to share and talk to designers about those sort of money management or pricing practices. Shannon Lee's episode was really great of Win Without Mm -hmm. Pitching. She had with us about pricing strategy, but a lot of these questions are about like pricing fee structures, profit margins, financial stability. And that's where we really need to bring in an expert. I think we all need to learn. There's a lot of you that are new and either starting like straight from school or coming from a long-term job as an employee and you're starting your own business. We've been talking about a few ideas related to maybe a webinar or something to be really specific. So we can specifically talk to people who need that information. We got to be a little more broad here because if you already have been in business, like you don't want to hear those first steps, but they're critical when you don't know. Register your business name. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. Set up an Instagram. Oh, okay. Got it. Thank you. Like when you're new, like you need that. I mean, I, yeah, I went through all the blogs, all the podcasts. Like it's just a lot of research. and And we still spent, a long time without the uh like a map for it where we were just like that sounds like a good idea i'm going to do that that sounds like a good idea let me try that so we've sort of shortened up a lot of that yeah so there's a lot of you asking for that so we are that's kind of in the works i can't give you any timelines but <laughs> we know that 
we in my head it's already you. january oh it's already yeah. next year y'all we're already what we there do yeah 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 industry news so fred nicolaus if you missed his episode he's so funny and great and like his show with business of home is a must listen but we are that's another idea we had of trying to find somebody who can be kind of a um, special correspondent yes like the daily show <laughs> so we need we're trying to find looking for an industry we, expert that one we also don't want to be we uniquely realize that we cannot be everything to everyone. We've done a lot of therapy in our lives and we've learned this personally, but we also know it professionally that I personally love knowing a tiny bit about a lot of things. So that's just how my brain works and it's not going to change. And I think what we're really focused on is also developing a community of like hot young mentors and hot young advisors and hot young specialists, like whatever they are, hot young correspondents of it would be great to build (laughs) people who want to talk to our audience. And that takes time. So if you've got people that you think would be really great for that stuff, send them our way. Like we, yeah, like we are here to help be a voice to all of you designers who feel like I don't have a say in what, gets fed to me and I only get those one things, but it does take a uh, look. I'm not going to do a mini masterclass on accounting practices. I could probably do one on fi- financial practices though, but that's my old banker coming out to have a slow death. So yeah, you probably could, but we also could find somebody who's doing that in their everyday life now. And they already know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to have to build a seminar. Specific ways to network and get clients. I did find that episode was how to get clients without Instagram. That was episode 83. So we offered Mm -hmm. some alternatives to like real life networking really besides just relying on Instagram or some of you just don't want to do it. So how to stay organized. Is that... Well, you're doing in October a Patreon hottie hangout on mm-hmm. time management. That's going to be that month. So every month we do a special exclusive episode that we record on video. And then we also have a live Zoom with any hottie who's a Patreon ep- member and it's on a specific topic. So like September, we did client gifts and brainstormed ideas. And we even sent out a little document with all the links that we talked about. Yeah. So those are like more of these like round tables where some people just listen and some people have a, you know, participate. It's whatever you want to do. So yeah, that's, I think, really helpful. I don't know. So we have a mix of those kinds of content. Another, I'm just going to say this one comes up a lot and I can relate because at the beginning of 2020, I had never been to a trade show and you and I met the first time I went to Vegas market and which was my first market of any kind other than going to like the Pacific Design Center or trade showrooms here in LA. And I'm just going to say the conversation about vendors and where to find them and how to find them. The answer is trade shows markets. You will find stuff you will find stuff inevitably by talking with other designers and going online, but really nothing compares like going to market. And there is a lot of disparity between a company's website and their actual business and 100%. showroom. Sometimes it's like, oh god, if I had just looked at your website, I would never have even considered buying from this company. So yeah, like sometimes it's, it's like a blurry scary. hinge photo and then you're like, oh my God, you're actually really cute in person and you're really responsive. And then sometimes it's the opposite where it's like the perfect photo shoot photo on your hinge profile and then you're a trash human being in person. So <laughs> well, like, yeah, like or that like too. Like, vendors who just shoot in the warehouse with overhead bad lighting and then remove the background and call it a day or they have a really great product but a bad website because websites are very expensive and so they're focused on well we're making really great product and we have great things but we don't have a really great channel for it and that makes it challenging for some of these companies so i 
the mix is like going in person and seeing does it match does the price right. match the quality because sometimes low you know, sometimes a low quality piece is okay for a certain situation but the price needs to match so that's what you have to do in person at mm-hmm. markets or showrooms and i live in a second tier capital city with no showrooms <laughs> so I've never been to a showroom. Yeah, like you'd have to market, go to San Francisco so. to see anything. And even San Francisco is changing what they have available from stuff yeah, like that. It can be scary to go there. So, yeah. No shade, San Francisco, but San Franciscans have told me that. No shade, but also all shade, San Francisco. <laughs> I love you, but it's also far. So, okay. Yeah. A lot of platform stuff. So we do talk about this a lot now on the Patreon. We are like mm-hmm. opening the doors on our specific platforms. Show um, like our systems that we're using there. If you're asking questions about systems, platforms, and tech, that's Patreon. And I mean, we're talking about it here. And yeah, we talk you're just about not going to see we, it here. No, you can't get the visual. But like we talk about what we use. There are several ways to get to the same thing. But we have our reasons for doing certain things. There are some unique questions here about like, how do I get on panels? How do I get collections? How do I do that? Yeah. (laughs) You tell us, honestly, I've seen a combination of all sorts of things of just, and and we will always, if guests have these things, we'll talk about them. But a lot of it is a combination of like really putting yourself out there and the other part of this is, again, you need to have a unique perspective and a voice. So the more vocal you are and opinionated and clear communicator driven, the more brands, companies, people are interested. And the truth is, even what we've learned as a podcast is, if you put yourself out there, there is an absence of people who are willing to step up. But, you know, it's like when you're asked, like, who's going to lead the group in class? And you're just like, oh, fuck, fine, I'll do it. We need more of those people. So just saying I want to do it and start gets the grease. Like start locally, start small, build up from there. Also be have audacity and literally just put yourself out there to even bigger things. But uh, what we've learned too is you kind of need to have a thing, an angle, a hook, uh, something in the same way that we have to pitch projects that way to editors. If you want to be doing those things, you got to have. Hey, I have a huge Instagram following. Hey, I've got a really unique perspective on old homes or whatever it is. Like, you got to have something that aligns with what that brand or partner or someone really wants to put out there. Yeah, I've got to be helping them. And in our shop, we have a pitching for press kit that does have some templates and scripts on what to actually type into your email, which could translate to this kind of stuff too. Just, I don't know. I mean, you just kind of got to like fling a lot at the wall and something will stick. But and I, but I do reading that though, is that I love hearing about designers who are interested in not being stuck on the hour for hour for money exchange ratio of like, how do I sustainably make more money, bigger margins and be paid for other things that also, you know, diversify my income stream. I love mm-hmm. that journey for all of us. I want all of us to have opportunities like that. So I'm glad some of you are asking those questions and trying to think about how you do that. I think it shows a really great ambition that is smart for us to have. Don't just be locked in. Just try different things. You don't know what's going to be the thing. Yeah, we had a... Well, we have a ton in here and thank you everyone seriously for taking the time to fill it out. Like it's so so helpful yeah and congratulations to the three winners of the shop downloads the shop giveaway Um, it's seriously like now that we're on this other side of 100 i don't know like i made sean sit down and we gotta just soak this in that we like accomplish this because we're just always like on to the next thing like we all Mm -hmm. are in all of our lives and projects and i don't know i mean this was hard we we hit some walls on it for sure but just like knowing you guys want more and have questions, it's just mm-hmm. keeps us going. Yeah. We've, we're always asking what they want to know, but they need this, but they, someone said they wanted it. So we do still fight that, like the heartstrings of, we know we can't do everything, but we still kind of want to try to help everybody as much as we can. And 
It is. And we're growing and trying new things. So you can too. Don't get, don't give up on us (laughs) or yourself. (laughs) I said to, I actually said to a vendor the other day, who's like really, really responsive and like always in my DMs and talking to me and they're very, they're, it's a really, he's a really nice guy. And he's, I know I keep inviting you to stuff and you can't make it, but I'm like, please don't lose hope on me. I appreciate being invited because eventually it's going to overlap with a time where I can come and I can be there and I will show up. Like, yeah, please don't stop inviting me to stuff just because I can't make it to a bunch of stuff. Like, I really am looking at everyone hoping I can make these different things. And I feel like that's part of like design life too is, you know, stuff doesn't work sometimes and you just keep at it. Like... We're all working really hard out there. We are. And we see you. So thank you, hotties. Thank you so much for helping us celebrate 100 episodes and for being so open with your feedback and what you're looking for. And if you missed the survey, you know how to find us. You can go to fill out the contact form on our website or slide into our DMs. And on Instagram, you can do it. Also, we do read every we literally read every review so if you have posted a review and you give us five stars we still read the five star reviews and a lot of people are really great about saying this is the stuff i love the most i'd also love this and you know what i love about those they don't like downgrade us just because we haven't talked about the thing they want to hear yet so (laughs) (laughs) right give us a chance you know (laughs) well We did it. We did it. We did it. 101 episodes in the bank. Thank you all for sharing with us. We love our community of hotties. So thank you all for being part of this with us. And until next time, stay hot designers. Thanks for listening to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. For more on what we talked about today, check out the show notes. Your support helps us grow. So share with your design besties. And subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Our conversations continue on Instagram. And be sure to download our monthly resources on our website and our Patreon. 